With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You think you know me. to this episode of the Big Dog's Yard. The yard is open and I'm off my leash. I'm waiting for my <clears throat> my special guest, my good friend, to give us a call. Hopefully he's still available for us for this morning. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this show for a little while. But until we hear from him, um, I'm going to jump into what I wanted to talk about myself since he and I are, um, we, don't, we were discussing, we're going to discuss several topics, but like I said, um, we're waiting to hear from him and hopefully he will join us in the not too distant future. So we've begun a new NFL season. We won game in and already some some teams are looking like they need to hit the reset button. And some teams look like contenders and some teams look like pretenders and some fans are already ready to hang it up and walk away and run away and whatever you, you know, however you want to say it. I personally am very pleased so far. Granted, again, one game in, it's a young season, but you, you teams are actually showing a lot in these, uh, in this short amount of time, including my, my team that had, has been on the downside for so long. Some people have forgotten they're even in the NFL. The Oakland Raiders are on the upswing, people. We have a quarterback that is on his way to being an elite quarterback in Derek Carr. Uh, Mari Cooper is on his way to being an elite wide receiver. And these aren't just my words. I mean, there are elite quarterbacks who have said so. Jerry Rice, who I think every even a casual football fan will admit is considered an elite running back, excuse me, wide receiver, has said Amari Cooper is on his way to being the hall of, to being an elite uh, top receiver in his league. 
And in our defense, of course, Khalil Mack is a beast, um, almost unblockable one-on-one. So if he's putting pressure on your quarterback, forcing you to get rid of that ball a lot quicker than he wants to, makes it a little easier for our uh, defense. I guess as a native Philadelphian, I need to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles and Carson Wentz. They are starting. They started a rookie for the first time since 1939, and he looked good. I'm not going to lie, he looked good. Now, let's face it, he played the Cleveland Browns, and, you know, I'm not going to say anybody would look good against the Cleveland Browns, but it is the Cleveland Browns. I mean, they just haven't been that good over the years. But I thought Carson Wentz looked good. He looked poised. He looked like he'd been ready to play. He's a little older than the average rookie. I believe he's 23. So it may that maybe have something to do with it. A little, he's a little bit more mature than the average rookie that comes into the league. I think he is, and listening to what some of his teammates have had to say, he um, he's a leader in the clubhouse and on the field. So I'm 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 happy for for him and for Philadelphia, but as you probably heard me say on this show before, I don't I'm a Phil, I'm a native Philadelphian, but I've never been an Eagles fan um, to that degree. I've never felt that they treat certain players correctly. The fan base, um, a large part of the fan base, turns me off with their behavior and how they treat certain players, especially um, African-American players, um, and even any players sometimes, but, you know, they're they're not patient enough. You know, Philadelphia is a great city, and but the fan base believes that just by putting a team out there that's supposed to win every game and every, every year for being a Super Bowl, forgetting that the other 31 teams in the league also want to be there. So they're not just going to let that happen. And – it's like they don't want to earn their spot. They just feel like they should go out there and just be there. So that's just my opinion, I'm sure. I mean, I have family that are Eagles fans who totally disagree with me. I have friends that are Eagles fans who totally disagree with me. But the reality is if you look at the NFC East, every team in the NFC East has at least at least – two championships, two Super Bowl championships, and how many does the Eagles have? They have none. And that's not to say that it's, that it's all because of the fan base. It's not to say it's all because of how they treated their players. But, you know, sometimes it's just it's just not meant to be. I mean, you play in a difficult the NFC. It's always been a difficult division. You know, even when all the teams are down, the NFC East, 
you can be the best team in the league. And we've seen seasons where the Eagles were clearly the best team in the NFC East and one of the top two or three teams in the league and lose NFC East games to, you know, when the Redskins were down and they were down for a while and when the Cowboys weren't that good and when the Giants weren't that good. So your division games are always hard. And just being, you know, just because you think you're elite doesn't mean that the other teams are going to roll over and let you, going to let you handle that. So, the other teams in the NFC East, you know, for whatever reason, they've they've managed to find a way. Maybe they took a chance on a player that somebody else wouldn't take a chance on. Maybe they were patient with a player that someone else had cast off, and maybe they just gave enough support to the team, the players that they had. I don't know what the formula was, but the Giants have won four Super Bowls, and. The Cowboys, we know, you know, they've won five Super Bowls, and the, the Redskins, I believe, have three or four Super Bowls. So, whatever you know, whatever it is, they've drafted well. They've done all the things that you need to do to build your team up, and we all know the Cow- the Cowboys fan base is pretty crazy as well. So, I don't, I don't know what the formula is, but all I do know is that Philadelphia, the Eagles, need to. It would be nice for them to win a, a Super Bowl. It would be nice for them to win one. But something needs to be changed in terms of the whole mindset of the team and maybe even the fan base. And maybe then you get those lucky breaks that the other teams seem to get. Again, just my opinion on the young on the NFL, on the Eagles. <clears throat> as far as the other teams, Pittsburgh looking good as usual. Um, Seattle. Looked a little looked a little vulnerable. Um, the Patriots, without Tom Brady, still looking fairly good against Arizona. But I mean, Arizona gave them all they wanted, but they managed to get out of that one. So, and again, like I said, the the, the Raiders looking good. The Broncos and, and Panthers started off the season with a, a, a very nice game. I expect them both to be in the hunt toward the end. The Texans are going to be a problem. I mean, I think it's a wide open season for a lot of teams. It's going to be an interesting, interesting season, and I'm hoping that the Raiders can maintain their 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 momentum after uh, that gutsy call against the Saints to go for two at the end instead of just trying to tie the game. Um, not happy that we gave up so many points and so many yards, but I mean, it's Drew Brees. What can you know? What are you going to do? So, we'll you know I'm, we'll check back in probably at the halfway mark, you know, four maybe five or six games in, and see where we are. Now then, um, and as I watch the time tick off, it seems less and less like my my partner, my my special guest will be able to join us this morning. Um, hopefully everything is okay. And I will check in with him later and we'll. Probably have him on another time. Um, but other topics that you know I wanted to get into and was hoping to get into them with him, but still, let's talk about this Colin Kaepernick situation, and not just Colin Kaepernick, but athletes in general, with their social commentary, social consciousness, <clears throat> as usual in this country. We want 
everything. We want things both ways. We're not. We're never satisfied. You know, for years we've been hearing that we want athletes, especially the black community, we want our athletes to speak up about social, comment, you know, social issues and social injustice and this, that, and the other thing. And now Colin Kaepernick is doing just that. And, of course, people are, I mean, people coming for his neck. Like, how dare you? protest the national anthem or how dare you protest the flag he's not burning the flag he's not you know he's not running around and making noise during it I mean he's being respectful in his protest he's simply saying he feels he needs to call attention to you know here you are using the national anthem that's supposed to be to unite us as a country and he's trying to bring attention to the fact that we're really not united as a country. I, I just saw a quote from one of my favorite. Uh, he's not a politician. He, he would never call himself a politician. But one of my favorite uh, personalities, Jesse Ventura, the former WWE superstar and governor of Minnesota before you know somebody else said he was a wrestler. Who cares? The man was a governor. He also was a Navy SEAL. And Jesse Ventura says that he has no problem with Colin Kaepernick's protests because he said that's why he served in the military to give Colin Kaepernick and everyone else the right to protest. He also said something that I thought was so profound. The government cannot. Oh, hold on. Let's see if we got a caller. Self? Hello? Mr. Epic Self is on the line. Hello. My man. What's going on, man? Oh, man, I'm good. I'm good. Had a long night, so my apologies for a little, uh, you know. Yeah, I saw, you partying, I saw you partying on the boat, bro. <laughs> long, listen, long as nobody got thrown overboard, it was a good night, right? No, yeah. Big shout out to the AFL CIO, man. They they really did a stand up party last night, so it was it was good. It was really good last night, man. That's what's up. Well, for all of y'all listening, this is my partner, my brother from another mother, Mr. Epic, is on the line. I told y'all it was going to be an epic show, and this is why. Yo, what's up, people? What's going on? What's going on? Um, one of the few people that have known the dog since he was, almost since he was a puppy. You know, we <laughs> ran them streets of West Philly together. How about that? And still made it. Still made it. Yes, sir. Yes. Blessings. Thank you, Lord, man. Trust so, me. So I wanna, I done, I done jumped on there a little bit. Let me get you in there real quick, man. Yeah. Um. Thoughts first, on. give me your thoughts on this this young NFL season, what you've seen so far. One game in, and some people already ready to hit the reset button. And some people already predicting Super Bowl. So, what you what you think about your squad so far? Um, you know what? It's like I said, it's still too early to to, to say anything, man. I mean, I, all I can say is like I say I'm a I'm a Birds fan. You know, you know, Lee Green. I'm there. You know, um, I know you're a big Raiders fan, so you know, y'all have a real you know 
really big, uh, you know, fan base this year and everything else. You know, y'all, y'all might make some noise and everything. But uh, as far as what the birds is concerned this year, um, I'm really impressed. I'm really impressed with the quarterback, you know, uh, Carson Wentz, you know. I mean, even though it's uh, against the Browns, whatever, like that. But he shows um, a lot of potential that uh, he, he can pretty much uh, – you know, do what he needs to do to, uh, you know, push this team to, uh, you know, just to be better, you know, and with the first first uh, year head coach, Peterson, uh, I see that he's uh, bringing some types of, uh, you know, different schemes to the uh, to the team. Uh, defense is remarkable, mm-hmm. loving the defense. So that's that's a plus. But um, like I said, it's still, it's still too early to tell because, like I said, again, the big test comes this Monday night versus Chicago and um, at Chicago. So, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll see what goes on with that. But uh, as far as yeah. everybody else, um, like I said, again, we, we'll, we'll talk probably like week three, week four, and then we can get into, uh, yeah. you know, who's the better and who's that whatever, though. But um. Still early, but um, you know, yeah. I'm loving it. I'm I'm, I'm loving the uh, the atmosphere, you know, especially with uh, you know, just just needing that for a while. Cause, um, trust me, listen, I love baseball, a little pastime, but it has nothing <laughs> it has nothing on NFL right now. So, thank you, Lord, for the NFL. NFL is back, you know, and uh, we can go at it. So, you know, but we good, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm look. I'm looking forward to it, man. Like, like I was, I was saying before you got on the Raiders. You know they've been down for a while. It ain't. It don't make no difference to Raiders fans, man. We can be. We can go 0 and 16. The Raiders will sell out every game. So, you know, exactly. our fans are. We've been fans regardless. So um, I right. think we we don't pay some dues and we done did it the right way through the draft and. You know, I think we we got some we got some weapons, man. I think we. Uh, we, we they, once see, they come together, I think they're gonna they're gonna show some people. But see, I think y'all got a really big fan base out there in California, and and that's been the big that's been the biggest problem issue with most of these uh, teams right now because you know everybody wants to start bandwagon jumping. Like you know, there's been, there's been and I know for you, you've been the one of the biggest Raiders fans ever since I was knee high to a hockey puck. So it is, it's, I, I know for a fact, you know that's. You know you and uh, um, Carl. So you know that's that's been the, the big thing. I think this year yeah. with y'all y'all back in Oakland now. Uh, I, I too yeah, believe been been that. Uh, well, listen, we got a shot, that y'all y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I think y'all have a big shot, and um, with the squad you got and dealing with the draft and stuff like that, I think you really have. Uh, Potential to go far, and to make it yeah. to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, one step at a time, man. One step at a time. One step at a time. I ain't seen Super Bowl. We want, that's okay. We, listen, we want, we want, we did, we we won nine games last year and just missed the playoffs. So right. if we get in the playoffs this year. That's one more step, and then you know you take your time. That's that's what I was saying earlier. Like you got to be patient when you're rebuilding a team, you know. And I think sometimes with the Eagles fan base, they get too impatient and you get a team out there and if they don't do good in that, that season, then it's like, get rid of the coach, get rid of this dude, get exactly. rid of that dude. But sometimes yeah, it takes yeah. a season or two for teams to come together. 
And yeah. I think when you look at the rest of the NFC East, I mean, everybody in the NFC East got championships except the Eagles. And I think I that's know. part that's, of the problem. It's a killjoy. The rest of them, <laughs> the rest of them teams take their time. Well, see, and the rest but, of the team I mean, has been more established, too, as far as everything. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Now, let me get your opinion on the, uh, since, you know, your dad your dad is a, a Vietnam veteran. Yes, sir. Um, yes, served sir. our country, served our country honorably. Let me yes. get your opinion on the Colin Kaepernick situation, or any athlete, for that matter, who, you know, feels the need or that they need to make these type of protests. Uh, whether they protest in the anthem, whether they it's the flag, or they just speaking out in general um, against anything that the, the government said or did, what's your opinion on um, whether he should be doing it, allowed to do it, or you know how do you feel about it? Well, first and foremost, like I said again, um, we as Americans we, we we try to you know go by you know the Constitution, you know freedom of speech and everything, and. I think a lot of times, you know, we um, look past that sometimes because of, you know, certain issues that goes on in America. And uh, if uh, not sound like the, if the Ku Klux Klan can have a rally in a uh, urban part of, you know, parts of like Atlanta and Alabama and places like that and everything else, you know. And they say to you, well, you know, this is our freedom of speech. This is our right and everything else. Why can't a gentleman who is um, showing his freedom of speech and speak out on, you know, what goes on as far as, you know, our our day-to-day lives and stuff, Uh, issues with uh, police brutality, you know, police, I mean, it's just, it's it's, it's gotten to um, to the point where, you know, enough's enough. And, you know, right. people don't understand that. And um, I think with Kaepernick and the rest, and, and I, I, I can say this because um, I see a lot of the NFL teams and some of their uh, um, the teammates showing us solidarity as far as um, speaking up on it, you know, the injustice of uh, what goes on in America and stuff. Um it's a right. It's a right for him. You know, like I said again, I mean, just because he's a millionaire and he's an NFL player and everything else doesn't change anything as far as who you are as a person. Um, he has that right. Everybody in America has mm-hmm. that right. You know, when we speak out on certain, certain things, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, um, like I said, injustice, you know, social injustice, everything. You know, so it shouldn't matter exactly, you know, if you – part of the uh, NFL or the um, NBA or any organization. Um, and, and I find it sad that most owners are condemning this. And it's, it's a sad case, of, you know, because it seems almost as though that, you know, okay, we understand that you're paying for our salaries, but, you know, this is my team. So if this is, so if this is my team, you have to go ahead and, and, and listen to what, we, you know, what you have to do and how we say and everything else, because we, because excuse me a minute, because we on, um, we're, you know, we're on. Um, you're playing for my team, basically is saying what I do, do as I say. You know, it's, it's almost like a slave, men, um, slave mentality and everything else, and it's sad. Now, I was, it's, it's, it's I was sad just about thing. to say. I was just about to say. I did a. I did a. Uh, the last time I did my show, I was talking about how. 
a lot of these players, it's like they get treated just like basically a high-priced slave. You know, I'm giving you millions of dollars, right. so that means you got to do whatever I tell you to do. You got right. you know, exactly. you're not allowed to have your own opinion and stuff like that. Right. And it's like, right. you know, you're not you're not going you're not going to make money off of me like cattle, and then right. tell me keep my mouth shut. Exactly. And that's, and that's, what and I, that's that's how I see him sometimes. Yeah, and I, I just I just find a real it's, it's like a a bigotry, you know, towards and even it's not even just the, um, the NFL. It's not just the NFL. I mean, we're we're having like you know um, soccer associations, even Pop Warner. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's a team I do believe is out either. Was it? Is it Atlanta or is out in Chicago? Where they were actually making death threats towards the kids mm-hmm. uh, of the Pop Warner League because they were showing their sh- um, solidarity towards the um, police um, brutality and stuff. And kids, they're, they're kids, man. Like it's it's sad. Mm-hmm. They're kids. Like mm-hmm. they're out there. They want to have fun. They want to enjoy life. They want to go and, and play football and everything else. But why can't they have that same right? As far as you know, um, we, we we see the injustice, you know, and and of um, what goes on in America. And you trying to tell us that we right. can't um, we can't say nothing. We can't protest about it and everything else. I mean, I, I believe you know what Kaepernick is doing. Uh, I, like I said, and I fully, I'm, I'm behind him 100 percent. And I like it where mm-hmm. um, the gentleman from um, Seattle, the, I guess the kicker, he was a Marine. You know, he's like, I, he's right. like, I know you, you're for the military. He said, so what I need you to do is just kneel and just show respect like that. And he did that. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, that's, and that's the one that's thing, thing I truly respect about that. <clears throat> That's my thing. I don't. I, I, the fact that people are trying to make him anti-military and anti-American. I mean, I think he's the fact that he's kneeling silently. He's being. I think he's being respectful. You know, I think he's Patriotic. basically saying, yes. "I don't agree with what we're doing, but I'm, you know, I'm still respecting, you know, everything that that, that represents the flag and the people who have died for that." Um, exactly. Right before you came on, I was I was talking about uh, Jesse Ventura. You remember Jesse? from wrestling, but he was also the governor of Minnesota. And he was also a Navy SEAL. And what he said was he has no problem with it because that's what he fought for, for Kaepernick's right to protest. But what he also said was what I found, um, something I found so profound is as a government, you cannot mandate patriotism. As a government, you earn patriotism. You should want your people. You know what I mean? It's how you treat your people that makes them say, all right, we're the greatest country in the world. The people who mandated patriotism, they turned into the Germans and the Nazis in the 1930s. You know what you the know, interesting they made part you. about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The interesting part about this is you can't make your people love you. No, no, no. But see, the, here's the problem I have this, is this. You got Uncle Sam telling people um, in World War Two, you know, Vietnam, Korean War, we're going to draft you. So take you out your mm-hmm. whole element. Take you out your element as far mm-hmm. as you live at, your society, your job, and everything else. And we're going to, and you're going to have to. It's, it's not one of the things you have an option. No. You have to fight for our country. And mm-hmm. you talk about thousands and thousands of lives being lost for just something that, you know, again, you know, we, we, we look at 
and to to just allow in America. Like, come on, like my my dad, and like like you said before, um, my dad um in Vietnam, you know, got drafted with his brother and stuff, and. You know, it's 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 one of those things where you know you, you tell your loved ones you love them, and I'm off to fight the war and everything else. And now, even with that, I mean, that's I mean, even turned to another another page. This with the military, if I'm in the military, and basically I come and fight your war and everything else, when I get back. Everything should be lined up on the table as far as just, yes. you know, health care, um, housing, mm-hmm. jobs, whatever like that. And mm-hmm. people don't have that. So you tell us mm-hmm. what's, what's the patriotism is that? You know what I'm saying? Where, where's, right. where's the whole thing of, of me being for the, you know, for the people, by the people? This is the, our, our constitution. We can't, we can't say that. We can't go there with that. And in that case, we can't go with that. So if the NFL is basically telling you, you know, we're 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 turning our. It's basically you saying we're turning our backs on you. We're turning our backs on you mm-hmm. because simple fact is that you're you're feeling a certain way about you know um, the injustice of America. Think about that, man. Come on, right. black lives. Is, I mean, like I said, black lives are being lost on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. we actually have police brutality. You know, sit there and and I, I was just um, watching something, bro. A, I gotta man. catch you all. We we about to we about to run out of time. Um, okay, okay. We got we got to get together. We're gonna do this again, so we can start yeah, from the yeah. top. Yeah. And um, and we're gonna do it soon. So let me we have um, to. let me thank you for thank you for joining me this morning, and um, yes. I'll talk to you in a little bit. All right. Yes, sir. No. All right now. All right, bro. Thank you. All right. All right, people, thank you for joining us. The yard is closed. I'm, please shut my gate on the way out. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VTW void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus